right, guys. Welcome back to Creative Maestro. Thank you for joining us. We have the esteemed honor of being joined here by a social media maestro. Andrew, what's going on? Hey, glad to be here. Yeah, so. Yeah, so I don't know about you guys. I'm very excited simply because we are with an expert in social media who's going to give us kind of how he got into it, which is an interesting story. Can't wait to hear that. But also the nuances behind it and probably help you leverage your own content creation to better serve your audience. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, Andrew, how'd you, first of all, where are you from and how did you get started in social media? Man, so I'm from Wisconsin, um, born and raised in Kenosha. Shout out, okay. You know, it's 100,000 people. Really? Pretty big. Okay. For Wisconsin, at least, maybe. Nice. So, yeah, so how I started in social media, man, long story. Yeah. Let's strap let's, in. Let's hear it. Because <laughs> my, my, my story isn't normal. So I think I started probably early 2015 with Instagram, right? And how old were you then? I think I was like 15, 15, 16. So hold on. You became an entrepreneur while in high school. I, I wish I could, could say that. That's pretty dope. Yes. Yeah, I just, I didn't think I was going to make any sort of money at all. Just did it for fun, right? That's the like best I, reason, right? <laughs> yeah. So I saw, saw one of my buddies actually with uh, 20,000 followers at the time. Uh, Which is a respectable amount. Yeah. But like learning now from looking back, they were like fake, you could say fake followers more likely. Yeah. Like, we, we've all heard about those, right? <laughs> yeah. So fake followers were, uh, were on his account. I didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh that's pretty cool. Like 20,000 followers. Like, let me get a shot because I seen, um, sports center, like all those pages, like, uh, like grow big. Right? Exactly. Yeah. From started, I think I followed sports center when they had like 200,000 followers on Instagram. And I can't even remember that so long ago. Cause all those massive brands has gained very quickly from celebrities, but even, you know, companies like Nike, all of that. Yeah, so from then I was just like, I'm gonna start a, like almost like a meme page, I guess, right? Right. Like it was different back then. Like memes weren't normal, like how they are in 2019. They're a little different, like more corny, I guess you can say. Yeah, I guess we have Jerry to thank for that, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plant the seed. Yeah. But man, it's just like where to start. It's just crazy. So then I saw, I saw that 20,000 followers. I was like, okay, cool. I'll create a page. So then I just started posting content with hashtags, right? Yeah. Even hashtags now are very important for brand, meme pages, all that. Just exposes your stuff more. Like, yeah, I don't know how it works with podcasts, but yeah. So hashtags, um, the explore, that's another thing. Oh yeah. Getting on the explore page is massive, right? Yeah. Back then, I mean, back then explore was 20, I was gaining like 20,000 followers every couple of days. Wow. Um, until I grew bigger and did share for share as many people know. Right. Right. But on a larger scale, but so thinking macro, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So basically from then on was just just doing content for fun, creating content for fun, all that, all that good stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, man, it's just like, 
it's just crazy just looking back. Because I never really explained my story, right? Right. Because everyone asked me. Like, how, how did you do it, right? Like, how did I become where I am now? It's like, here, this is a video. It's my first first podcast. Absolutely. It's and pretty. You, and you're doing great, by the way. Ha- having a lot of appreciate fun. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's always fun to talk about. I mean, I might go to one topic to another, but. Yeah, I mean, but that's your story. That's life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So getting back on track there. So explore page was growing. Um, and then when did you first start seeing the trends of like, oh, I need to do this in order to get on the explore page? Um, I, I saw other pages doing it. Nice. So I was like, why can I not do that? So I tried it. Must have worked pretty well. Modeling success. That sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. Um, so then I got I grew to about 700,000 followers on one of my pages. And how much time did you did it take to do that? Um, let's see here. So I started my soft, like sophomore year, beginning sophomore year, high school, like September ish, probably took me around four months, three to four months to get to 700,000 back then, which is really crazy. And how much were you posting per day? Back then I was posting once or twice. Wow. Because it was a whole lot easier than it is now yeah we can get into that later right definitely so but for once i have to admire people like you and shout out to pete haitian pete over there because you guys <laughs> are incredibly persistent and one thing i learned about Pete specifically even with my journey in podcasting and being on youtube consistency is key so the fact that y'all were doing that every single day multiple times a day and we see the you know the benefit of your labor essentially yeah i mean it wasn't easy. Right. It was a grind, man. I was high schooler, you know, it's all the homework. So were you actually like posting in class as well? Oh, yeah. I was posting in class all the time. Teachers would get mad. All my buddies, I know they're probably watching this now because I'll probably tell them about it, right? <laughs> yeah, right. All my buddies know that I was posting. Teachers would yell at me for being on my phone. They're probably less strict back then than they were, and they probably are now, assuming. Yeah. But, yeah, just... Grew to 700,000 followers and then, but then that account got, I guess you can say hacked, right? Now, how often does hacking happen in, in, on the IG game? Um, not as common as it was. Okay. Well, but it still happens. Right. Right. So back then how I got, I can say is hacked, right? Is I had an AOL email and apparently... AOL emails were easy to social engineer, I guess you can say, right? Interesting. Okay. Um, so, yeah, man, I just I had the same username as my email, not knowing what any of this was, right? Sophomore, 14, 15. Yeah, I mean, you're not even thinking about that stuff at that I time. I was just having fun. Yeah. And then it's just, boom, gone. So I was like, I got the account back, right? So then... I ended up growing my current one at scary scary everyone check that out we're gonna put that in the in the description and you know put it below yeah. the screen yeah at scary i think i have 7.1 million now um wow it's been a journey four to five years i think it was 2014 was the first picture i think okay um but yeah start started that page from zero and just grew it up because I didn't like that my main page was compromised. Absolutely. I just didn't feel the comfort of having it. 
So I just grew both at the same time, essentially. And then Scary blew up more. So that's about it for just growing, keep going, all that stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, essentially, you saw an issue and you kind of corrected it yourself. Like, okay, you guys got to me here. I'm just going to, you know, essentially pivot. And that pivot actually made it even more successful. Yeah. Um, we can get into the the money part now. Isn't that what everyone wants to know, right? Well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, how old are you now? 21. And again, one could argue that you might be making, you might be more successful financially than some of your teachers that were telling you to get off your phones in high school. Yeah. And that's the whole thing, right? I mean, I can say looking back on it now, some sort of ego to it, right? I mean, mean, as everything uh, comes, I mean, like, I think I started off on my page at 700,000 back then making just 10 an hour. I was like 10 bucks. Mm -hmm. Why not? And then it just slowly, gradually got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So I was probably 17. Okay. Actually we'll go, we'll go back. So when I started making money on Instagram, my parents thought I was drug dealing or something illegal, right? Right. As every every good parent should question. Right. I mean, okay, so as we know in terms of conforming, let's say, like in terms of doing a nine to five, usually the money that you would generate isn't at that rate. So anything above that rate is automatically going to, you know, have alarm bells. Like, yeah. you know, like you said, as a good parent, just to make sure you're not doing X, Y, and Z. If you're not, awesome. Yeah, so they just thought I was, you know, just drug dealing, all that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and in Wisconsin, right? In Wisconsin, I mean, living in a pretty pretty small house, so I mean, could have searched anything. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> right. hiding anything. I feel like they would know, like patterns wise, like in terms. Yeah, of, like yeah. It's, it should be pretty obvious, but no, they just didn't let me have a PayPal back then. They were like, just didn't want me to have any money, money thing, like. Not have any money, I should say, just more so just protective of myself. And oh, of course, yeah. Like what it could do if I was doing something like that, I mean. But I had one of my good buddies um, that I probably won't name because I don't know if he wants me to, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But he, I met him through just social media, trusted him a whole lot. Um, he made a PayPal for me, right? Wow, that's pretty cool of him. So... I was sending money through his PayPal, all that good stuff. It's like 2015 now, 2015. Um, and then this is where it gets into the crypto story. Ooh. Everyone, everyone in the, if anyone's watching in the community, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, I was the first one in our Instagram community, right, to go into crypto pretty good. I mean, I was selling crypto way back when i mean i used the money that i got from my instagram account i would use crypto just because i thought it was cool it's like something like oh i can see my money go up and down i didn't know i didn't really know what stocks were i just knew people buy them at big i don't know big prices and sell them and it's all that fun stuff exactly and then you know the wolf of wall street stuff as well (laughs) oh yeah of course of course so yeah just i accumulated probably at the time, 120 
bitcoins. Wow. At $225 per. And I mean, anyone that follows me on Twitter, I have pictures from 2015. Like, look at my, you know, like just being a 15-year-old kid, you know, showing the money off a little bit. Being a kid, you know, stunting a little bit. wrong with that. (laughs) I mean, but have old pictures and all that good stuff. I got into my old Bitcoin wallet probably like a year or two ago. Had to shut it off because I was looking at payments that were like houses now, right? Wow. Because I think, I don't know what the price is at, 9000 10000 now. But I don't know. You guys can do the math. 120 coins at the peak. <sighs> wow. At 19000 I think it got to per was around $2.2 million. Exactly. So uh, I was didn't even know I was doing it. Like, I just thought it was cool, right? Exactly. And then it blew up a little bit to $650, I think it was. And, yeah, I sold it at the yearly high of 2016. I think it was 650 something Nice. I thought I did pretty well. You can do the math on it. Absolutely. I don't have a calculator, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not that good at math either, but I understand that's... But not only did you see the opportunity, you also took action. A lot of, a lot of us see things that okay that looks like a good idea that might look cool that might have some value and then actually take action on the idea you did that you didn't even hesitate you're just like oh i'm gonna do that yeah no idea i just do this for fun so all starts is fun right gotta use your intuition your gut right yeah i mean man i was i just look just talking about this just brings me back even though it's only like five years or something it's still the journey's long it is i mean that was a long five years so yeah, just it's a lot of work. I had baseball, you know, played played pretty competitive baseball. Pitcher as well, right? Yep. Nice. So what was your out pitch? If you My don't mind me asking. Curveball. I don't throw Ooh, fast enough. Oh, okay. Every everyone knows when I pitched it wasn't it wasn't coming in heat. I would just locate it, right? Are you you were uh, giving the stinky cheese. <laughs> oh yeah. West Wisconsin <laughs> pun absolutely intended. <laughs> yeah, I mean so, man, just going back, it's crazy. So you're you're 21 now, <clears throat> and now that you have a 7.1 million account, you look at Instagram a little bit differently now than you did before. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I wish everyone wishes for the Chrono feed to be back, right? Yeah, right. Even even people that just use Instagram just to use it, right? It was a lot easier to. Um, see your friends like if you follow like a thousand people it's just easier to see your friends photos like if you need to catch up on the feed because some people i know refresh and they can't see the picture ever again right if they were looking at it and i i'm not gonna lie i hate that aspect about the app because i'm like i actually wanted to see that but then it just refreshes automatically and again you'll never see it again yeah it's just poof gone right (laughs) so Man. So I'm actually curious about what you think because you're in this world. <clears throat> How do you feel Instagram will change without the likes being displayed? Um, without the likes, doesn't really do anything on my end. Like, I don't mind it personally. Some people may or may not. If it's an ego thing, right? Who knows? I mean, my content gets out no matter what. And I'll still be able to see what I get, right? 
exactly. The person will be able to see who still likes their stuff and who doesn't, how many likes they get, all that stuff. And and I'm guessing the positioning will let you know how valuable or how many likes or shares or you know saves the actual post got. Yeah, that sure helps a lot. Yeah. I mean, I have to be on public to be able to see um like the insights of the post, right? Who shared it? Right. How many like I mean, I can see how many comments and likes without how many views, impressions, all that good stuff. And with being public to private now. So my Instagram account's private, right? Everyone's like, why is your account private? Why are these accounts private? Yeah, we keep seeing that nowadays. Like every time you want to share a great video, hopefully the person who's receiving it also follows that account. Yeah, I mean, it's all just to get, I wouldn't say follows at the end of the day, but just get more people engaged with your page. Like, let's say I have a video that I want to show you, right? But the account's private. Mm-hmm. You not being able to see it, you're going to say to your friend, I can't see that video. And then you're like, oh, they must be private. And then you got to follow the account to be able to see. Right. I'm not going to lie. When that first, that when that trend <laughs> first started, I was like, oh, I'm not going to follow it. But over time, I was like, oh, I probably will follow it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's... Being public and private has its all benefits, all that stuff, but it's just preference. Now for a meme page, would you say being private is probably better? Definitely. Just uh, getting your content shared. Right. I mean, I know there's some celebrities out there that are private for some reason. Wait, really? What celebrities? I'm not sure, but they're out there. (laughs) I know for a fact because we always screenshot them. It's like, why are they private? Like, they don't need to be. They're a public figure. Exactly. That's very but, interesting. And they're probably verified as well, right? Yep. And they're still private. That's weird. Right. There's a couple. There's a couple rappers I know, at least back then. But now I couldn't put a name. Yeah. But it was a while ago. So you were talking about how there are certain aspects of how essentially your entrepreneurship raise questions from other people. So when people ask what you do, how is it usually received? Like, are you asking like, what do, what do I say to them mm-hmm. more so? Okay. Cause again, as we know, not everyone understands social media. I mean, I feel like it's pretty intuitive if you're paying attention, but some people may not, you know, may not be, you know, knowledgeable of it. Yeah. So <laughs> what I say to everyone I mean, my close buddies know what I do in right. detail for the most part. Yeah. A couple of them do. But for like a broad answer, I just say social media marketing or influence. I don't like influencer as much. I don't know. I think marketing has a better ring. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I would, uh, you know, suggest that you use influencer if you ever want to leverage. Yeah. 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 So I just explain it. I just post content and a lot of shares. <laughs> That's basically it. <laughs> exactly right. I mean, I grew the page early. Um, and just from then on, it just kept growing at a steady pace, like 2 million a year, like a million a year. Wow. Just crazy growth like that. Just like a hundred K a month, just all that stuff. So if anyone wanted to replicate that success, do you have any tips for them? I do. It's not possible now (laughs) for the most part. I shouldn't say it's not, I wouldn't say it's not possible now, but it's definitely 
less likely a lot harder yeah it's been done obviously but it's just like the how the feed is how it's not like like chrono right how it's not um in order like i'm trying to think just how it's all set up now and i feel like facebook did that on purpose yeah i mean it makes sense for them they get to make more money because they get to pick where the ad is because Instagram wasn't making money off the app essentially or right away. They were back when I forget the, who the owner of the Instagram was before Kevin starts with Kevin S or something. Right. His last name. Sold it for a billion. It's cheap. Exactly. And then Facebook bought WhatsApp for nineteen billion. I'm like, what? Those prices should be reversed. Even though I love WhatsApp, I'm just saying the value. I'm just like I what? mean looking back, I mean Facebook got a steal. Big steal. Steal in the business world. Right. I mean one billion dollars is a lot. Shit. Like a I, lot, a lot. <laughs> but that's literally corporate chump change. Definitely. Yeah. From what they probably they probably made that back in maybe a year, less than a year. Like, I feel like Zuckerberg could easily blow that in one night if he wanted yeah. to. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, they just have whatever money to spend on. Now, so now that you see where Facebook is going in terms of Libra and their crypto, are you interested in investing in that at all? Um, crypto, I usually see that's I get that question a lot, too. Like, oh, what should I put my money into? You were first into it. I won't say first into it, but I was into it early. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I can't look at that stuff anymore. Because it's just like, just the old, seeing the payments, I just don't really mess with crypto. Mm-hmm. But my advice is just be safe. I mean, just simple. Just be safe. Yeah. Just watch. Just know what you're putting your money into all at all times. Because who knows because basically who's controlling it are the big companies, right? So they're going to know if something goes, all the guys that have a lot of shares are going to know first and whether to dump those shares and all that stuff. Exactly. And I think I just saw Charles Schwab bought TD Ameritrade today, which is interesting. Or probably, probably about to make a $26 billion bid, which would be interesting as well. It's a lot of money. Yeah. And then all the financial institutions are seeing the popularity of Bitcoin and the, I guess, the the tech, technological advances and how that's an advantage in terms of, you know, currency and how you pay for things. So now they all want to enter that, enter that ring of digital currency. Yeah. I mean, it just gets popular at one time and then goes tanks the other. Right. It's like, who knows? I'm, I'm. If I'm being completely honest, I can totally see Facebook and Libra using their VR function and having a whole virtual world where they have the virtual currency being Libra. That'd be interesting. Right? It's always good to see stuff like that come out. I mean, for the crypto, I think there's a community, I'd assume. Oh, yeah. But it's always good new stuff. I mean, just like seeing with Instagram, they're coming out with all this new, new stuff, mostly... My opinion, all the stuff that they're adding on Instagram is pointless. They're making a good app and just putting stuff that's not necessary. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was clear what they did to Snapchat. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you saw that. 
back when they started Instagram stories. Yeah, this the it seems like they copied it, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was pretty clear once they put the stories in, because initially Snapchat said no to what was it Facebook to buy them? I think Facebook to buy Snapchat mm. when they owned Instagram. This was like twenty sixteen seventeen. They wanted they offered Snapchat probably like two billion, three billion. That's it. That's it, and. <sighs> That, I feel like that's very disrespectful. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, I'll take you serious when you start at 20, 20 and up. Then we could talk. Yeah, I mean, Snapchat guy said no, of course. Yeah. And Zuck being Zuck, I guess you can say, said, you know what? I'll just put it in my platform and see how it does. <laughs> and he's like, I tried. I mean, was, he made it. He didn't hide it. I mean, it was basically probably a couple months after they just rejected the bid or I don't say bid, but deal right. or offer. Whatever you want to call it. Merger, acquisition. I yeah. can't even imagine Facebook owning Snapchat and Instagram. That would be completely unfair. I would feel even worse for Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Twitter did smart. They changed in the App Store to a news company or a news, what is it? A news uh, publication or media outlet. No, not yeah. outlet. Oh, so they're like, no, they're like number one in that category, right? Because they were always like eight, nine, ten on the normal app charts mm-hmm. so they're like yeah, let's switch it up to news because that's what everyone goes to twitter for memes news is that mostly every platform i don't know how facebook runs but i know instagram's mostly for memes mm-hmm. twitter i find out what's trending like athletes i don't know anything exactly that's where i find my stuff it's true and i feel like now you from all the experience you have you probably know when something's going to be viral just by looking at it. Yeah. I mean, been in it so long. I know, usually I know what's going to do well and what's not going to do well. Right. I can usually see if the video, like if you relate to the video, like if all my audience can relate to it, if I hit everybody could get like a million views. Right. If especially like it's a dog or a cat, something like that, maybe a baby. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting, I'll get I'll get to, I'll get to that later about all the copyright issues we deal with. Exactly. I mean I feel like sometimes it's a little inconsistent and then they don't explain all the time why, you know, things get either banned or deleted or, you know, accounts get disabled, things like that. Yeah, sometimes back then there was no explanation why your account got disabled. Um yeah, deleted, disabled, however you want to say it. Um now they're getting, they're a little better, I guess you can say, but nothing's better with that. I mean, I had my page down for a couple months at a time before. And what does that feel like? Um, I had multiple pages, so I just concentrated my energy into those. Um, but it was just crappy feeling, I guess. Just all that hard work you put in just for nothing, essentially. It's true, and then zero explanation. Zero. They just said, you violated the terms and services. I'm like, where are the services? That <laughs> I <the> violated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They don't give you what video did it. They don't give you a why. Um, even now, they don't give you a why. I know with a bunch of people I know, it's been an issue, an ongoing issue. 
how there isn't support for accounts over a million, over 500,000. It's always been interesting. It is very interesting. And based upon, I guess, the current patterns, do you see another social media platform possibly taking Instagram's place? Uh, see what that... I don't personally see any of these social medias dying or getting passed, passed up. Mm-hmm. I know TikTok is pushing a lot of ad revenue into these other platforms like Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook... Twitter, I see every so often, maybe. But they're spending all this money to retain users. But once they stop pushing the money for the app, I wonder if it's going to self-grow like Instagram did. Right. Like 1 million users, 10 million users. Or it can just be like anything, and they lose the retainer of their audience. Like, if some people use it less, like, they can see how long you use the app for. They have that information on their side. Instagram even has it in their app. And I'll be curious to see if they ever start enforcing the copyright issues or, you know, any type of strikes. Yeah, that's that's another long story. Behold us. (laughs) Yeah, right. I mean... The copyright issue is big, hasn't been, knock on wood, hasn't been big for me, but I know other people, it's been a big issue. These companies will come around, they'll come to you and they'll be, I want to buy your viral video for $20, right? That's what the price will be. They will be 20 bucks if I just made a random viral video of my dog playing and it gets a good amount of views. 20 bucks is like nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that, after they buy the video, they own the rights. They own the rights completely. For $20. Like for the rest of your life, you can't post that video. Can't. I, I'm going on what I think I know. I mean, this is what I hear. I want to say this is like factual. True information i'd be just take it with a grain of salt i mean because it's like the wild wild west in this world right oh yeah i mean they'll get your video for twenty dollars and they'll they'll post it on their website youtube whatever it'll go viral then right even more viral and us big pages we like seeing viral stuff because it's shared well exactly and sometimes we don't know where to give credit to, even though we want to, right? I try to give credit as best I can, I mean, but I can't keep up with the viral, like who made this video. I try to get it up sometimes just because it's like it's a lot of shares. And then the person messages me, I'll give them credit. I mean, simple. It's, But then what they do, since they own the rights to that video, they'll strike your account. There's a form in Instagram essentially saying... I own this video. I don't want it to be up. I think that's how it goes. And is there any way that you can prove that you own that content? Yeah, that's the it's the what you sign. It's mm. in the agreement. Okay. Like you sold the rights to this video. They can use it however they want. Like if Ellen wanted to use a video, they can say you can use this video for five thousand dollars. Make as much money off as possible. The owner gets twenty bucks. That's about it. 
and then they'll get our accounts and they'll be like I want let's say you posted like 14 videos I want $500 a video $1,000 a video and some of these pages that they're striking don't even make that much so they're just like out of luck and there's nothing you can do about it and you know what's interesting is that you can negotiate they need something out of it right I mean is there any system of representation at all for you know the other people you know the people on the other side of that equation because that really doesn't make any sense I feel like if that happened let's say in the real physical world that would be a human rights issue <laughs> it'd be something I know what I've learned the past couple of days from a person that's happened to, I mean, a significant amount of money, like $50,000 worth of stuff. Oh my gosh. Like he's gone the lawyer, he's gone everything. And basically what he told me is that the only thing that are copyrighted are, or you have a protection. Like, where do you get that number from? Where do you get the $500 from? Thin air. I mean, for because there's no law for videos. There's laws for pictures. Let's say Getty Images. You use one of their images on your website. They give you cease and dismiss or whatever they give you. I don't know. Say, like, stop using our stuff. Mm -hmm. We're going to get you for lost income. They'll say a number like 20,000. But then you're like, I only get 100 visitors to my website. I got 30 bucks. Like, that's what I made off all that. They'll be like, okay, $30. Instead of making up that air number. Right. So, it's very, So there's some, very some gamesmanship there. Okay, that's that's good to know. There's all nothing right. There's nothing with videos. It's a, it's a free-for-all. That's why I don't get copyrighted for pictures. That's why people prefer to post pictures. Why do you think the big accounts... I'm pretty sure people follow here meme accounts like memes are puberty mm. um, all the big pages um, it's the biggest two that I know that only post pictures world star even post pictures a lot more now and the shade room too yeah I'm not sure about I don't know I don't follow shade room at all I mean but that could yeah. be could be a possibility hmm. just cut out the videos more I've known I cut out the videos more. Gotta. I don't want to pay basically a ransom for my page being held hostage. Right? Like, this is hard work. And just gets taken away like that. Something to think about. It's true. Gray area. I mean, that's all. Laws are starting to catch up now. Social media. All that stuff. That's big facts. <laughs> it's always good to look back on it, I guess. Yeah. Always keep it there. It's always a good story. It is. And I, you know, I, those type of posts are always fun to see because I don't understand why people delete some of them because I was like, it's essentially like a time capsule, right? You get to see how your life was at a certain time. I was like, I, I would never want to delete that. Yeah, I like taking pictures wherever I go, even here in New Jersey. So I take pictures with everybody. Yeah. Um, my friends would disagree. <laughs> really? They're, they're not they're not picture guys. Right, okay. They're too they're too cool. 
too cool for school apparently okay yeah they know who they are <laughs> they know exactly who they are but yeah it's and then you also mentioned the community within you know ig in terms of meme pages have you met I, of course we know you met p work over here haitian p pete but have you met any other people in the industry that you know kind of because it's kind of like the wild wild west you kind of meet a lot of different characters there yeah i met i've been to la once my senior high school to meet a couple people um not in the instagram space they're more in the drop shipping nice interesting drop shipping space back then when it was pretty hot of a topic could you explain drop shipping for people like me who may not know and also for the audience okay essentially what drop shipping is is that instead of getting you get the item from the like the manufacturer in china that produces something let's say for 69 cents per unit and you can resell it for five to ten dollars a unit massive markup yeah i mean people i know people that were making just off stickers a lot of money off stickers like just like put on your car i don't know just anything like your water yeah it's just uh it's pretty insane i mean aliexpress is the main one alibaba i think i think they're the same thing um i'm trying to figure out others ebay at all or no not ebay no, no, no. AliExpress is the main one. Okay. And you sell the product directly to the consumer. Sometimes you don't even have to hold inventory. You just fill out their information in the payment info on that website. Really? Yeah. Interesting. It's just, it's just simple, simple stuff. Probably stuff they don't teach on their courses. <laughs> they don't tell you on the courses. I mean... It's not even that much being secret. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's out there by now. Definitely. Because I know there's tons of courses out there. Yeah. I haven't personally taken one, but I know some people don't. You know, what I think about with courses is they don't give you the good stuff, right? There's got to be something they're not telling you that made them pretty big. I don't know. I, don't, I have a little different preference on courses in anything. Now, out of curiosity, with your expertise, would you ever be interested in creating a course, perhaps, for people on social media? It'd be something fun. It's a side thing. I'd open up about Be Real. Mm -hmm. Because some of these guys, it's like clearly it's putting on an act. Right. So it would be something, maybe. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't really like doing those. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think you would give a lot of value. You have a lot of valuable experience and a very specific amount of time and, you know, a great way for passive income, you know. Yeah, it's always a great way. I grow pages to a certain amount and then you can start making like a cash flow off those pages. It's true. And then what type of brands have reached out to you to work with you? I've worked with a lot of brands in the past and present. Big ones like Fashion Nova. Wow. Everyone's okay. heard of them. Yeah, big company. Fashion Nova, Fit T back in the back in the day. I remember a couple that. years ago. I remember that was everywhere at some point. Like, oh, Fit T. They would get every attractive girl on Instagram to market that. Yeah. 
They just had a lot of money to spend. Yeah. Ivoryella is another one. Mm. Paws. Tentry. Mm. All these clothing companies. Yeah. That have um, like a cause to them. We'll donate blah, blah, blah per shirt you buy. Mm. I like what they're doing. They keep it. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just, it's a good thing that they're doing. Yeah. I mean, it'd be something cool to start. It's always good to give them back, in my opinion. If you were to have a cause, what kind of cause would you want to do? I'm not sure. I don't I don't have anything on top of my head. Well, not yet. It's something to think about, you know. Yeah, it's just anything. Anything that gives back. I think it's always good karma. Thousand percent. It's always good to do something that you believe in. <laughs> Pretty cliche, but it is. It is what it is. I mean, that's the reason why it's a cliche. It's been around since the beginning of time because it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot different than just posting the memes, but actually walking the walk, right? Yeah, it's a lot different. I mean, those guys, they deal with a lot of money. And you got to know your set prices. You got to know who pays this, who pays that, all that good stuff. Yeah. So, Andrew, everyone's probably so curious. What does it take to actually run a meme page in 2019 about to be 2020 with the new algorithm and how they change from chrono to this new monstrosity without likes? Yeah. People think it's just... I post, boom, that's it, done. Hooray, but yeah. no. <laughs> no. I wish it was like that. People think it's like that, but people are like, oh, you're always on your phone. You're always, um, like, what do you do with your time? It's like with a meme page, like with running pages, it's, I don't say 24-7, but it's seven days a week for sure. Oh, yeah. Like weekends aren't like the weekends for people my age i guess yeah like friday nights saturday saturday and sunday are like the main days of like good activity really yeah okay um people are like why are you always on your phone and i explain like i gotta post content i post 40 50 times a day now so (sighs) wow every 20 minutes it's no automation it's by hand i gotta check and see if the content is good if it's safe if it's copyrighted it's true because you're protecting your brand here yeah essentially personally i compare it to taking care of a kid right oh that's you always gotta watch them (laughs) that's a great metaphor right? i mean (laughs) you always that's i don't know how other how to explain it other than like if you don't take care of it it dies right like if i were just to take a month off not posting my page would die in activity because it's all about momentum if i keep this momentum up my followers would go up 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 that's what it is so you always want to attract new followers yeah it's always good to have a whole new like a whole new uh, audience to view your to view your posts because then that means new shares and then people could potentially like like your account and be a fan it makes it grow even more so yeah. this posts quality content like you said safe but quality yeah yeah i don't post anything that violates the guidelines at all try to stay away from that 
There's some flukes here and there, but you can appeal it now, hmm. which I thought was interesting. You can appeal cop, not copyright strikes, excuse me. You can appeal strikes by Instagram. Uh. So if I get a post removed and Instagram takes it down, you can, below it says appeal, and you can appeal that post. So, and if Instagram, I don't know what it goes through, but if it goes, it takes like a couple minutes and it'll say your post has either been removed, like they denied the strike or they keep it up and they say, oh, our fault. But who knows like what goes into that? Yeah. Or who processes that? Yeah. It's, I wish I knew. (laughs) I wish everyone knew because then it would make more sense, right? It'd make a lot more sense. And it would actually help a lot of people out and then people would enjoy the platform even more. Yeah. I know regular people have that issue. It's just like, what's happening? Sometimes it doesn't even, they just do it just because it just recognizes something. Right. Who knows? It could just be a regular picture gets down. It's like, it's just a picture of me and you. <laughs> it's, like, it's true, yeah. I mean, if it's happening to regular people who have their own lives, I just don't understand how that even correlates. Is it, you think it's like a bot or something? or It's definitely automated. I mean, there's really no one physical because I've gotten posts removed around 12 o'clock at night. Like, no one's working at that time, obviously, Yeah. in their corporate setting. So you can assume it's a bot kind of deal. Definitely. It's automated. Or AI because we know how Zuckerberg loves AI. Yeah, who knows what they're not telling us about, right? It's a whole <laughs> different subject. Yeah. <laughs> um, but essentially, running a meme page, it's not easy. <laughs> it's like commitment, just, right? Just Yeah, just going back to the fact that I'm always on my phone. Could be out with my friends, parents to dinner, anytime. I try to put my phone away as like, best as possible. But if... Uh, company wants a post during that time it's kind of like i have to otherwise i miss out on money right gotta keep the lights on somehow right yeah i do this full time now so it's no messing around it's interesting so what was it like having to post this amount in college let's say college i was posting about five five or six okay um college it was hectic had own drop shipping website did that in school did instagram played baseball for the fall fall didn't ball play, okay didn't, didn't play in the didn't play in the the spring because it was just too the homework the rigor was too hard for me like the classes were, I mean, the school was a private school and school wasn't my strong suit. <laughs> and I get brought to this private school that before the ACT score was like a 29. Nice. And I got a 25 times taking it. Didn't approve at all. So it was, you know, technically that doesn't matter. ACT score doesn't matter. The school was still hard. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I feel like when you're an entrepreneur and you go to school, especially at, you know, 18, 19, 20, you're looking at college differently than everyone else. 
Yes, I would skip class a lot. Um, Probably because I was because I was paying for it. Exactly. My parents weren't really paying for it, so. And you saw the end game. Yeah. Just tried it out for a year. Didn't like it. Wasn't worth my time. And I just did Instagram for full time. Right, which was no longer ten dollars an hour at that time. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been doing all this sorts of it's all been hectic, but worth it. Yeah. Hundred percent. So even though it's probably impossible to make a meme page grow that size now with this current algorithm, let's say, mm-hmm. if someone does want to do it, what would be the best way to do it? Even though obviously they would have to manage their expectations, but yeah. what like action steps could they take? Um, hashtags still work. Original content works. A lot, a lot of original content. Right. That helps. IGTV. IGTV does help. Helps me. I won't say it helps the beginner. Okay. Helps me to the fact that they favor IGTV videos, which is very interesting. It is. I saw that immediately because they were trying to compete with YouTube. So I I respected the competition. That's what they're they're just trying to beat everybody. Yeah. That's what I see Instagram doing. Um, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. Next, they're gonna have a, a search engine after you know their cryptocurrency with Libra just to get at Google again. Yeah. Um, with IGTV, I hope it's monetized in the future. Who knows? Hmm. How how would that look anyway? Not sure. <laughs> it's a hard question to answer. See, yeah. It's it's always, in my opinion, this is my what I think is why would they put IGTV in Instagram and they don't have ads on them, right? When you change video to video, there's no ads. Yeah. <laughs> well, yet. Yeah. And it's been there for about a year, maybe less than a year, seven eight months, I think. Not sure exact time window. Like I said, they haven't been running ads on it. it. Looks like they're making no money off it. But when I post an IGTV video, somehow the views are a lot more from a regular video I post. Like a regular video I post gets anywhere from 50,000 views to 400,000 views usually. Wow. It's a big gap. That is a big gap. Because of the feed, right? Yeah. Not everyone sees videos so igtv videos i get anywhere from 500 like anywhere from 300,000 to 1.5 or 6 million is what i got up to before that's very interesting because whenever whenever i go to the explore page Mm -hmm. there might be one or two igtv videos that are you know prominently placed and the rest are just you know the same tiles yeah with on the explore on every page that you see on the explore is public okay no explore pages can be private because there's no way from or for instagram to recognize like the placement i guess because you're trying to keep everything private right no one wants you don't want anyone to see it that's what the whole point is true only people you know all that stuff how they explain it and yeah Hmm. it's very tedious I guess. 
it's true, but like you said, worth it once you put the commitment and effort in, which you definitely do. So I definitely have to commend you for that. I mean, that's, that takes a lot of, you know, mental ability. Yeah, I would say looking back at it, it's just, it's insane. Yeah. Like what? I was I was on the grind, man. <laughs> like you said, great journey, right? Yeah. Don't look back on anything. Crypto, oh well. Can't look back on that. It's like, who knew? No one knew. They still don't know. Yeah, still got to get approved, right? <laughs> yeah. I think. I don't know how well how well it's going in the China market, if that's still a thing. I haven't f- followed crypto in a year or two. Hmm. So. so, Andrew, I really appreciate you making the time to speak to us and literally educate us on what's actually going on with Instagram because from a consumer point of view even as a a business you know profile Mm -hmm. you still don't understand the nuances that you and people like pierre do it's just very fascinating to learn about it so i appreciate you making the time yeah no problems my first ever talking into a microphone i guess besides school i mean it's always good to be here always good to help you out awesome get the content absolutely original content right and again like you said, original content is always key, and this is probably going to be the first of many. I mean, I felt like when you had that lecture in front of that class, that was, you know, a stepping stone. It was a big deal. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like going into that stuff. Well, you know, TED Talk one day, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> never know. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, glad to be here. Glad to be on. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. Anytime. That's wonderful, yeah. Yeah, we, oh yeah, okay. But you, I mean, it does you can be like, some, it does take some kind of effort. Because it's like, at this point, at this point, um, it's easy for us, you know, because we've been doing it for so long. Yeah. But to like start up and like the amount of time it takes to do it, you know, like it, it's an everyday thing, you know, like it, it's not something I do weekends or mm-hmm. you know part-time Monday through Friday typically people are in their phone all the time you know trying like look, you know looking to negotiate deals like grow because it's, it's, it's like if you don't grow you know your kids could pretty much die, die.